This is a podcast for the dreamers, a place to feel nourished and seen, a place to call in our highest path possible and to explore our desires, hopes, wishes, and dreams. I'm your guide, Emily Elliott. Welcome to The Magnetic Life. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of The Magnetic Life. Today I'm here with Ariana Christie, a real estate agent, mom, and wife, and with her little babies, Oscar and Axel. She actually has baby number three en route this fall, so it's a very exciting time for her. Ariana is an advocate for honest motherhood, which I just think is so powerful and important, And she's actually been very helpful and loving as I've transitioned cities a year ago. She tells me what's good in our hometown of Guelph. So welcome, Ariana. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. So let's dive right in today. Um, One of the uh, preliminary ways we got connected on Instagram is we were laughing because... um, there's kind of these comments people say that are just so unhelpful and like kind of funny. So why don't you share with us some of the most unhelpful, semi-hilarious comments you've received from just random people out and about? There are so many. Like I think like, <laughs> mouths. I'm sometimes like, are you okay? Like I don't know. <laughs> I would say that the one that is the hardest for me was always like when I was kind of mid-pregnancy, like in my second trimester or even like the beginning of my third, people would be like, oh, are you going to have the baby tomorrow? And because of my experience of the boys being premature, that was my biggest fear. So then whenever someone would say it, I'd be like, no, like, no, that's not happening. And then I would like ruminate on it all day and think about it. So oh. That is not helpful. Not uh, helpful. <laughs> commenting on your size, like whether you're too or too small or whatever, like the worst is different. Everybody grows babies different. Everybody's body is different. Like, don't tell me that I'm huge. I already know. I can feel it. I carry this belly every day. I get it. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, the, oh my gosh, are you having twins again? Okay. <laughs> Those things are not helpful. I remember this so well because I had a baby five months ago and I would be out walking and people would be like, oh, you are massive. And, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, so imagine, imagine I was in the grocery store and I went up to a non-pregnant person and I just started commenting on their parts or their other body parts. And I'm like, it's so wrong. So what happens as soon as we are growing this miracle of life that the comments are allowed to roll? It's like so fascinating, right? It's wild. It's it's crazy. So I I don't know. I just think the best advice for pregnant women is just have your loving boundaried response ready, whatever that looks like. Totally. And you know, if you feel fine with just brushing it off, that's good too. But yeah. And just know that people do not know your situation. Cause I, that really annoyed me at the um, beginning when I had the twins. Um, I was like at the grocery store for one of the first times by myself. And someone came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, I had kids like two years apart. And that's like, or Irish twins, maybe like a year. Oh, Irish twins. Yeah. And that's way harder than twins. Like it was way worse than what you're going through. And I literally was like, (sighs) okay, first don't know you. 
second, this is like a big deal. I'm taking my kids to the grocery store by myself. I can't handle time. that. With two kids, that's really hard. And then to be like, oh, you got it easy. I was just like, you have no yeah. idea what my day's been like. Just don't talk to me, please. That's pretty shocking. And you know what? It makes me think. Okay, so first I let myself get mad when I get comments, right? I'm just like, I am mad. And then the next part of me that's like loving, I'm like, okay, do we all just need a lot of therapy to affirm that your experience was hard? Your birth was hard, you know, whatever. Like, is is that what people need to hear? And they're actually just desperately looking for connection, right? Totally. So this one day I was out with my partner, Blake, and we were just like, he's like, Emily, you look like you're going to explode when there was another body comment. And then I was like, just let me process this. And I came home and I was able to be like, wow, these people really need validation that their experience was hard or birth was hard, you know? And so I'm just going to like give it loving compassion, but that doesn't take away in the moment where I'm like mad. I'm like, that was not an okay comment, you know? Yeah. 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 Comments like that will affect everyone differently, but yeah, it depends on the day too. Like maybe one day it's really a good day and it's like, man, whatever. It's been a hard day and I'm just like, stop. That's like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is, what part of motherhood is better than you could have ever imagined? It's so silly, but I would say like all the normal things, like the, mm. like waking mm-hmm. up in the morning when they want to come into bed with you and just mm. like cuddling, like having like a nighttime routine, like bath time is so fun with them right now. Um, And like, yeah, just going to the park or going to the farmer's market. Like those are things that we do so often, but experiencing that with your kids or going to like parks or places that you've been like just as a couple or just as a single person. And then like with your kids is just so special. Um, And I think also like the love and connection, like when your kid is like, mom, mama, or like wants you and just wants to give a hug. It's like, yeah, it's so special because you're their person. That's like, you think about that when you think about having kids, but when you experience it, it's like, whoa, this is just wild. (sighs) I love that. Yeah. I honestly love what you're saying so much. And I I would a hundred percent agree that the most miraculous part is I call it eyes of wonder. It's like every time you take them somewhere that's so simple for you, it's like wow. And I'm like, okay, you're reminding me to see life through the eyes of wonder. Like it's not Ooh. just the farmer's market. It's like yeah wow, there's an ant on the ground at the farmer's market. Wow. Wow. Right. It's so, it's so special. It really is. That's really, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful reflection. Um, and then, you know, of course, and this is why I love what you're working with right now. And you're really sharing is kind of like the duality, right? Is that you're sharing the beautiful moments and you're sharing the hard moments. And this is how we empower parents is when we talk about the range, not just like my baby's so perfect. Everything's perfect. And not just like, Oh my God, there's just dishes. And I've cleaned poo all day. Like when we can find that duality. So, um, withholding duality, what part of motherhood is harder than you could have imagined? I think that I would say, so a lot of motherhood is hard (laughs) here. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) To be as difficult as they, are, but I think sometimes just, um, for me at least is my needs always come last and mm-hmm. not like things that I want to do, like things that I need to do, like yeah. going to the washroom, going pee, like 
Yeah. I will hold my pee all day, especially <laughs> when they were young, until yeah. someone was there to watch them for me or yeah. to be there with me because it's just, yeah, it's hard. Like, or forget to eat. Like, I'm like, here I am growing a baby. I need to eat. Oh, of course. But like, I need to also take care of my other children. So I think it's like that 24 7 yeah. need that yeah. your kids need. And you as a mom, feel like that's your main priority and you kind of put yourself on the back burner. And I think that's really, really hard to take that back to be like, okay, no, for me to be a good mom and to take care of them in the best way, I know how I need to also take care of myself and looking at it from that perspective, um, is really hard. I forget it all the time, but, and I have to continue to tell myself, no, you can only look after them when you've looked after yourself. Nice. Um, And, and like, I think people sometimes forget that taking like a minute for your own like headspace just to like process what's happening in that day for you is also a a need. Like that's just as important as going pee or drinking a glass of water or eating something. So taking that time and not feeling bad about it is hard, Yes, um, but also really necessary. And isn't it funny when we just sit and think about that or like, oh, we feel guilty for peeing. Like I feel it too. And then you think about it and you're like, that's kind of wild. <laughs> so wild. And so twisted. Yeah. Like when you really sit yeah. back and think about it, you're like, that doesn't make any sense, but that's how you feel all day. It's yeah. crazy. Even yeah. with the two now, I ha- it's more about the juggling the needs, which you're yeah. probably more masterful at than me at this point. But even after a walk with just me, you'll come in and I have to like prioritize. I'm like, okay, um, diaper, drink, diaper, diaper nurse and then I'm like number eight is like I'll get water and go to the bathroom right and so it's like even a walk is a big adventure (laughs) always come last yeah so that's that is a very real share there um what would you tell yourself if you could go back in time you had like a genie and you could meet yourself from like pre-babies like say five ten years ago what would you tell yourself I think that's a really good question. Um, but I think that I would tell myself that time is so limited. Um, but what you do with the time is not limited. So like you can fill that time with all of the things that you want to do. You just have to do it in a way that works for you. Um, cause I think recently and like with being due so soon and having the baby so soon, I'm like, Oh, I'm running out of time. Like I don't have time to do the things I wanted to do with my partner or with my kids or by myself or with my friends. Like I've run out of that time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, just being intentional with your time and knowing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what? So many people talk about money is our greatest commodity, but I always say to my clients and my partner, I think time's our greatest commodity, right? For sure. Yeah. It's because money can be regenerated, right? And time can't. Yeah. Totally. So, and I think there's something there about with every new baby that comes being like a skillful sailor with change, right? Because I remember doing that too. I'm like, Oh, by like March, I hadn't seen this friend or that friend. And like, now I'm going to have two and I'm never going to see them. And now that I'm like four and a half months out, I'm like, Oh, I can, it's just (laughs) going to be a little different. Right. And it's going to take a little more juggling. So we have to get like more resilient and more, um, skillful skill sailors with change. Right. Totally. And that's the thing that like, I have this like countdown to whenever this baby's going to come, which I 
I don't know. Like you can't know. No. And it's so silly because it's not like my life is over because I'm gonna have no. a like things will change, of course, but in the best For way. Sure. Yeah. And there's something there too about like really honoring the postpartum period and like not rushing it because we don't get that back, right? And our culture really focuses on doing over being. And that is the highest time of your whole life to just be. And uh, this might be the unpopular opinion, but I didn't rush to have friends or family over to meet my baby. I was just like, this is about recovery and grounding and nesting and making sure my olders are really settled. And then when I have a tiny bit of a rhythm, then it's time, right? Totally. And I, I mean, I, I'm not sure I'm the most loved for not being like, everyone come hold the baby, come over. But my intuition just said, like, this is a time for the four of you and don't rush it. Yeah. So. And, that's something that's so important too. Like, I think yeah. I got a little bit of flack for sure from people of being yeah. like overly cautious with COVID too. And like, just wanting to protect my babies in that space. And in that time and and protect like our family's time, like you said. And yeah. I think a lot of people were not so happy about it, but yeah. um, like, I don't regret those decisions at all. No. Like that time that we had no. together was so incredible and we'll never have that back. So I'm so <sighs> that. And honestly, power to you, mama, for having those intuitions and following them. Because to me, that's, that's like mama bear energy. It's like, I don't care what other people's opinions of me are. My top job is to love, nourish and protect this child. Right. So, and I told myself, I'm like, so people can be unhappy about it, but whoever is meant to stay in my life will understand this isn't about them. This isn't Mm -hmm. about, I love you. I don't love you. This is about me and my child. And that's it. Totally. Yeah. So a little bit of, a little bit of tough guy energy is, is uh, yeah. okay in my books. <laughs> For sure. And the people that love you will respect whatever decision you make. I love, and I truly, truly believe that. Yeah. Um, this one always makes me laugh as a question. What is something you said you'd never do as a mom and you do it? things. <laughs> <laughs> things come to mind off the top of my head for sure that I'm like, Oh, cringe. I can't believe that. Like I swore I would never do this, but I literally, I got pregnant with twins and I was like, mark my words. I'm never driving a mom van. The amount of times that I said that are like wild. And I looked at every other car that you could have that had multiple seats because I knew that we wanted to probably have like one more kid. And also, um, like we have dogs and we like to go places. Like you need to put luggage in your car. Like I obviously needed a spacious car. Yeah. And, and now I drive a mom van. <laughs> it. It's like the best vehicle. The I've best. Ever <laughs> Embarrassing that I was like so strongly opinionated to not want that. Because I love it. Uh, but now I'm a proud mom van owner. <laughs> I love it. We'll just change the brand of the mom van, right? <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is I was like, no screens. My kids will never have screens. I'm not going to be those people that have screens. I feel like this Same. is one for people. Same. And then the first time that they were kind of like a little bit not feeling well, I was like, okay. Like they had seen the remote and they're like asking for it. And I would always say no. And then I was like, okay, sure. And I, it bought me like 10 minutes of peace. And I was like, this is life changing. 10 minutes of peace. You can't, there's not much that beats that. <laughs> yeah. So it's still not like a rate, a really common thing for us, for but sure. they definitely for sure. some Paw Patrol. Oh, 
same. <laughs> I was like, I'm never doing screens. I was like all self-righteous. And then I'm like nursing my new baby. And, you know, I tried everything for Koa, like little bags of toys. And like, I was all organized and I had books and he just looked at me like, no. So I put on um, national, not Disney nature um, monkeys. And I was like, let's watch the monkeys swing. And he was just so mesmerized. And I was like, (laughs) you know what? I'm okay with this. Yes. <laughs> and again, not every day, but it's like if I'm with his sister and we need a little break, Disney monkeys, something like that, right? Nothing wrong so, with it. Yeah, I love it. And you know, everything in moderation. So I'm and as moms, I think this is a big one. It's so easy for us to be like, oh, that mom did that, or that mom did that. And it's like, no, like <clears throat> we just need to like just know everyone's doing the best they can. And I saw this meme where, you know, a mom shows up and she's like, got her nutritious food and her kids are perfectly dressed and, uh, you know, all conscious and woke and organized. And all the other moms are like, can you believe that she forgot his raincoat? And a dad like brings his kid in, like falling down the stairs. The other dads are laughing. It's like, hey, you're here. Welcome. And it's like, there is a little bit of mom versus dad judgment that I think we really got to break. <laughs> so much. Like, a dad does the bare minimum and is like praised and a mom does the most and is still scrutinized. And it's, it's just wild to me. Like it's crazy (laughs) when you're trying so hard. Like I've had days where I'm doing like everything I can. I'm like proud of what I've done. And someone will be like, Oh, why didn't you do this? Like in my DMS or something. And I'm like, do you know, that's actually hurtful. Like it, it's not nice. I'm really trying. And I don't know if people always mean it to be mean, but there's just no need for judgment. And it's so odd to me. It's like, you know, you're here putting your life online, hopefully trying to help other people. And it's like, it, it really opens up the criticism chapter of that. Right. And it's just like, you know what, first off, there's no tone online. It's all these like written messages. And secondly, it's like, that's just not a good hobby. Like find a way to say, Hey mom, you're doing great. You know, totally for sure. (laughs) um any other funny double standards for like a working mom versus a working dad oh so many I feel (laughs) there's one of my friends actually her name's Renee um she you've probably seen her online but she talks a lot about the default parent or default parent and so as a mom a lot of the time we're the default parent Mm -hmm. and it's like this is not to crap talk a partner or a spouse or whatever. No, no, no. husband is such a good dad, but there are things he doesn't have to think about or that. Oh, he of course. So there's like, he'll be like, Oh, we should go to the splash pad. And I'm like, yeah, that would be so fun. And I look at the time and I'm like, okay, now I have literally three minutes to get their sunscreen on, get their sun hats, get their, <sighs> get their bathing suit, pack their diaper bag, make sure we have a snack. Otherwise it's going to be a crap show when we get there. Make sure that we have an extra diaper and dry clothes for when we get in the car. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to need a little bit of time if we're going to go to the splash pad. But he thinks like, oh, we'll just go to the car and it will be great. Oh, we got the same vibe over here. And it's like, I I love my partner. And we also have a different level of like what's required here and watching the time, right? Because it's like, if you go over these sacred wake windows, you have a crying baby. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I am like a crazy nap person. I know yes. not everybody is. It's great I am. to be flexible. I think with 
twins, there's no option in my mind. Like they need to be on schedule. Otherwise my life is game over. And so like, you're right. You have to stay on that schedule. You have to check the time. You have to know how long it takes to get to the splash pad to make sure that you have enough time to do that. All these things. And like, I don't know, you want to be the fun mom and just be like, sure, let's just go. But like, you also have to have all those things in place to make sure that your kids are happy, taken care of. Like sunscreen's not an option. They have yep. to have sunscreen. Like, water. It takes a little bit of time to put on hats. You, they have to wear a hat. I know it sucks. I know they don't want to. They have to wear a hat. They have no hair. Yeah. Like they're bald. <laughs> the hat, the hat uh, off on is like hilarious in its own right. And on 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think those things are just different or like scheduling an appointment. Like here I am pregnant. I am having a lot of pain. Like I see Mm -hmm. a lot of different doctors to make sure that my pain is managed. And so like when I'm booking my chiropractor appointment, it's like some weeks I'm like, I don't even know if I am going to be able to go because I don't have the childcare or I don't have the time or they don't have the time available that I could be able to go when the kids are napping or whatever. And it's like, oh, my partner doesn't have to think about that because he's out working during the day so he can schedule around his work. He doesn't have to schedule around the kids. It's it's a juggling act. And I I need to ask forgiveness to any friends or sister-in-laws before me where I judged the nap thing. Like, oh, we can't come then. It's around the nap. And I remember as like a young married dating person being like, for real? For yeah. real. Yeah. I was like, and now I'm like, oh, please forgive me that I was so judgy because I just didn't know that if you go 17 minutes over, your kid is in tears and it is just, you know, a tough go. So yeah. And that, <laughs> okay. that whole nap time might be not great. Yeah. No, you have my full support with being the nap person because I am too. I said to Blake, I'm like, you go do what you want to do. I'll be here holding down nap schedules because it yeah. works. It's important. It works, sure. And the other thing too, like today's a good day for me to talk about the difference between a mom and a dad because, yeah. um, and not always a mom and a dad, but a default parent and a sure. yeah. default parent sure. because my kids were, um, had a fever today. So they started school last week. They're pandemic babies. Like they've never done anything. So I knew they would get sick. Like that's a yeah. given of course when they start daycare or school or whatever, <laughs> it's always going to happen. They have to yeah. build a new system. I know in my head, it's necessary and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then you feel so bad. Number one, like I feel helpless, but then also like it's my day that is now canceled or has to be figured out. And I'm the one that has to figure it out. (sighs) Whereas my partner, nothing changes. See you later, hun. Yeah. Later. (laughs) And of course he's helpful, like for me to record this, like he's with them now. Yeah. He can schedule that. But, um, but if he couldn't, then I would have to cancel. Of course, I totally relate. As the mom or the default parent, that's what happens. And it sucks, but that's just the difference between your roles, I guess. I have had a very similar weekend. Makes it hard. It really does. And I I think that's a really good um, segue into the next question, which, and I know this was really flared up for me this weekend, but is there a time you can think of where you just felt really super lonely? Totally. Yeah. I feel like more often than not. And it's sad to say that. Like I I have really great friends. I have a really great family. Um, I have a great support system, but motherhood is lonely. Pregnancy is lonely. Like, I feel like this pregnancy, I'm like, oh, like I've just been alone all, all the time. 
And like, unless then when you have kids, unless you plan a, a babysitter or a half child care or whatever, like you are by yourself. That's it. And my partner and I are trying to juggle like our friend relationships too. And so, and work, like if he works late or whatever, I'm just by myself. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's isolating to say it's so isolating. Yeah. And even though it's beautiful, like I cherish these moments with my kids. I yeah. love being a mom. I think that it's like the best thing that's happened to me. I still feel lonely and miss out, feel like I'm missing out on things that like I still want to do. And it's, it's that like contradictory thing where you're like, Oh, you know, yes, I'm happy. I have kids. Yes. I'm happy for my family. This is all I need. But like, no, I do need my social life too. Honestly, I am. I so feel you. Yeah. So, it's hard. You. so I guess, I guess the next question then also I'm laughing. We're all about the honesty here. I thought I logged into our paid account and I logged into our free account. So it's like, it's going to expire in 10 minutes. So I'm like, Go, Emily. This is what it's like juggling kids and work. <laughs> That's so, like, a 10 minutes. Let's do it. Um, we can also start a new one or whatever. And come oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I like for this episode, I'm like so into the candidness. I'm like, I'm just going to show up in my sweatshirt and all my messiness. Um, so with that being said, how can women find more connection during this time of motherhood? So for me, it was hard because I birthed the boys uh, mm-hmm. in a pandemic. There's nothing like, I think the day that my like baby shower was supposed to be, it was like a stay at home order. Like you literally couldn't even do like a drive by. Like it was like so hard to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was hard on relationships, no doubt. Yeah. And then put in the layer of like it being twins. I didn't know people that had twins then being a premature birth. I didn't know people who had gone through that. And so I just felt like I needed to connect with someone who had been through that. Um, and I was lost. Like I was not okay for sure. We were in the hospital for a full month and separate hospitals for 10 days. My husband and I couldn't be together when the boys were separated. It was so hard. Um, and the only way I found connection was online. So I connected with other moms who had um, been like NICU moms or twin moms or mm-hmm. had delivered premature. And I could ask the questions that no one else could answer for me, or I could have Aww. someone who understood. Cause even my mom, like, of course is being supportive, but I'm like, you don't get it. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you've never been through this. You don't understand. And so I, as much as I appreciate support, yeah, it's course. like to connect with someone who has been through that. Of course. Um, and so that online community was so, so impactful for me and so helpful. And I think that's why I decided to share more because it was not mm-hmm. something that I was feeling like inclined to do. You know, you're just mm-hmm. trying to get through this time period. And so then once I kind of felt like I was more on my feet, I felt like I could like sh- truly share how I was feeling and that maybe someone would f- be feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the first post that I did was about being pregnant in a pandemic yeah. and so many people messaged me and it was all these feelings of like the duality, the contradictory feelings of mm-hmm. someone telling you, take care of yourself, but make sure you're there for the baby and, you know, rest, but make sure that you're there for <laughs> like, There are things that you can't do both yeah. when you're being told both at the same time. And so, yeah, like I just put that out there and so many people connected with it. And I was like, this is like so important. Like yeah. I did that, so surely other people do. And then it... Yes also impacted me by helping me to know that I wasn't alone. And there's something so great about that. 
yeah um, as a mom because like you said it's lonely and it's isolating so I, I love that answer yeah it's really important because it's like okay for a long time it was like oh tinder for dating okay cool tinder's okay like some people have found their wife from their husband and now it's like honestly dating online is fine like find moms find friends because it's like our our communities have shifted so it's like I've had the same success as you go find people online. You know, what do you have in common? You can find even neighborhood stuff online. And what you're saying is so important. Like anytime we need mental, emotional support, it's like there is gorgeous communities online to like really nurture. And I agree with you. I, I had an emergency birth. I was traumatized. I couldn't even, my sister and my mom couldn't even tell them for days what happened I was frozen right yeah. and it was like I the amount of PTSD I had I didn't know what to do with it and I also it's funny you said that I didn't want to talk to people who had had a regular birth because I was like they don't get it right so these communities they guide us to who we're meant to find and I mean I even reached out to you when we moved here because I saw you just had babies my sister showed me you she was like oh she's tagging me and people with babies I'm like perfect I'll just start messaging people and whoever is meant to connect will like at the end of the day some people are at capacity or they're not online and it's not meant to be but whoever's meant to connect will connect. And so I love that we have a really similar experience of finding our, our mama flow online. So that's really cool. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And so important. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's, that's really cool. Um, so as our final question, how do you sometimes feel lost as a woman and how do you find her again? I think um, it's kind of like back to the thing of like the hardest thing of being a mom. Like you do lose yourself a little bit and, um, and you you don't prioritize the things that were maybe so important to you. So like I had kids and my career was put on hold and um, Mm -hmm. in some ways, of course, like other ways, I feel like it's really thrived and there's been great um, opportunities for me, but at the same time, it's like, your friendships get kind of put to the side, even like your relationship gets put to the side sometimes. And so being um, really intentional about Mm -hmm. those things, I think is the only way for me to be able to overcome that, like to, to make sure that my partner and I are having a a date night and that I get to see my girlfriends and that's scheduled and like, yes, just doing all those little things that seem so normal, but you just forget yeah so, so true yeah I think it's really really important to do that and to make sure that you're not losing yourself because yes I think I'm completely different than I was before I was a mom now yeah but there are pieces of me that still are who I am and who always will be yeah. um and so you don't have to lose that but you can kind of become like new well, that's a great line. <laughs> you can just become new. I love that. Yeah, like you're the still new a new woman. But yeah. And it's hard. Like there are some days where I'm like, no, I've completely lost myself. Like I don't know who I am. I don't know what my purpose <laughs> is mm-hmm. other than being a milk machine and changing diapers. <laughs> and then there's other times where I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to take control of that. I'm going to do yeah. what fills my cup and prioritize that too. And that is an assessment mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well to like go for that two hour outing requires all this equipment and 
like, oh my goodness, I just want to be able to like drive and not have to have like the dairy supplies beside me. Right. So it's a bit of a feeling for sure. It is definitely. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful. And you know what? I like what you're saying there. And that's something that's worked really well for me too. So my closest friend in Guelph, I'll message her, I'll say, we're going to hyper schedule. We're going to get these dates in. And it doesn't feel so sexy at the time. It's like, oh, a walk on October 10th, but it works, right? <laughs> it, works. Yeah. it works. So um, that's a super, super helpful point. And I'd say, don't be afraid to moms to schedule. It's like, even if it's like literally so simple and two months in advance, it works. It does. And then yeah. you'll be so happy that day that you had planned it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you are such um, a wealth of love and knowledge. So thank you for sharing your heart and your honesty. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Yeah. So for anyone who's listened to this episode, uh, feel free to share any screenshots or anything that really resonated and tag Ariana and myself. Um, If the episode felt really good to you, we'd so appreciate if you liked, reviewed, and subscribed. And thank you so, so much for being here. We are so grateful for our listeners and everyone who is sharing in this motherhood experience. Yes. Thank you.